Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of The Beat of Billings. My name is Neil Beyer, Realtor at Alephus Real Estate Group, brokered by EXP Realty. Today we have the opportunity to speak with Mehmet Casey, Development Director of the Downtown Billings Alliance, aka the DBA, a man who needs a little introduction, he's been interviewed several times, uh, I'm pleased to have the opportunity to interview him as well. He's been recognized and interviewed several times for his work in the community. Most recently in the Billings Gazette recognized as one of the 40 under 40 standout Billings business leaders. All right, so my first question to help everyone learn more about the DBA is, what exactly does the DBA do? Oh boy. Um, so the Downtown Billings Alliance is a, an umbrella that oversees four nonprofit organizations each led by a board of directors and staff members. And together they work every day to uh, create a downtown destination that is thriving um, to address the, uh, to increase and enhance the vitality, the vibrancy, the growth and the sustainability of the downtown as a whole. So that in a nutshell is what we do. That's, um, for lack of a better word, the elevator the pitch or the quick uh, introduction, but those four uh, different distinct organizations each focus on a specific things. So there's the business component where it focuses on businesses and their memberships into that organization, particular one. Um, there's uh, the economic arm that provides financial uh, incentives to recruit and retain and diversify businesses. Um, and then there's the Business Improvement District, which looks at events and beautification of downtown, the um, cleanliness of downtown, uh, the safety of downtown. And then there's the Community in Innovations uh, arm, which looks at empowering businesses on how to um, communicate and interact with organizations and individuals of the uh, vulnerable populations and how to provide treatments and how to not duplicate services and network with one another and connect with one another on their services. Which is huge. I had no idea that you guys did so much. You know, I, obviously by the name, I just was under the assumption that it was the focus on business and helping businesses succeed and supporting them in their growth and development. But you guys do far more than that, so it's, it's nice to learn that, and, and that's why we're here today. Yeah. Um, can you describe a little bit more about your role in DBA? What is your responsibility? Happy to, yes. So as a development director, I work under the Downtown Billings Partnership Board, and the board, my particular board, through a memorandum of understanding, or often shortened to MOU, uh, coming from higher ed, uh, we probably know that term, but uh, they, uh, they work uh, with the city of Billings to manage the, what we often refer to as the downtown urban renewal district. Uh, it has a different name, it's called the North 27th, sorry, the expanded North 27th Street Urban Renewal District, that's the long name. But it's that is a long <laughs> But it's it's, a, it's almost like a square uh, in terms of a map or a boundary of the downtown area, uh, and the urban renewal district has a list of priorities and goals and objectives that w the city would like to achieve 
And through what we call the tax increment financing provision, we are able to access a, uh, a portion of property uh, taxes that are incrementally building in, in this boundary to then incentivize development, revitalization, uh, new developments, infill developments, um, rehabilitation of older buildings, and through that all, of course, we're maintaining business recruitment and retention and diversification. So that, in a, the, the big picture of, is what I do, um, but through that I maintain a lot of networking, uh, a lot of communications, a lot of relationships, and that's very enjoyable too. Is there a specific example you can provide of, of where that money has gone? Is it a certain infrastructure of building? Absolutely, yeah. There, we're surrounded by it. In fact, uh, if we look just outside the window here, that building in front of us, both the business of the Sassy Biscuit uh, is a recipient of smaller funds mm -hmm. and grants that they've done, uh, more towards signage and awning and some change of use. Wow. Uh, but then the whole building now, uh, where Sassy Biscuit is, resides, the whole building now is owned by the Billing Symphony. Okay. And, and they occupy the corner, uh, and they too are recipients of um, TIF dollars. So, so we shorten tax increment financing to TIF. All these acronyms. I know. <laughs> <laughs> How would a downtown business take advantage of this? Is there an application process? Yes. There is an application, there is a funding cycle, um, there is a period of time between when you apply and when you uh, are approved, and then the grant is actually reimbursed after the work is done. So in theory, a business applies, the staff in the office reviews the application, makes sure it's not missing anything, then it gets reviewed by a committee, an outside committee, uh, then it gets, if the committee makes a recommendation, it goes to the Downtown Billings Partnership Board, which is the board I answer to, and then if they forward the recommendation, it goes to the City of Billings' Council, and they have the ultimate say of approving or modifying or disapproving that. Once it's approved there, then the business can engage in whatever improvement they have to do in their building, and then upon completion, they show us proof that it's been complete, they show us their receipts, we give them a certificate of satisfaction and the reimbursement. Yeah. Thank you. Um, is there anything that uh, most people do not know about the DBA that you think that possibly they should know? Uh, anything specific? Good question, yeah. I mean, I think it varies uh, based on how often people interact and come and visit and where they go and who they know, but I think it's easy for people to see the visible aspects and to know that we're behind those. So in many cases, people know that we're behind the events downtown. In fact, sometimes they think we're behind some events that we don't even host, but just because they're happening downtown, they think we're behind them. Um, so that's an easy one to identify. The, the safety and cleanliness aspect and the beautification is another visible one. Um, well, you'll see our staff out there, and usually they're dressed in this um, purple shirt, mm -hmm. um, so they call them the purple team sometimes, um, but you'll see also the police officers. So those are the visible aspects. What, what you don't see 
are the things like the economic arm that I work under because a lot of that is happening behind the scenes. I mean, the business comes in, we have a meeting here, we sit down and they fill out the application, we then communicate behind the line, behind the, you know, the visible eyes via email and phone calls to get them before the committee and the board and the city council. Once it gets to city council, it is visible to some extent to those who tune in for city council meetings, uh, but it's not as visible to many citizens. The other two aspects um, maybe are the, uh, the community innovations one, that we're trying to get it more visible and more exposed. Um, and that's, uh, that's ongoing right now. We actually have an effort that was dormant for a little bit, but we're now relaunching it called Spare Change for Real Change. Uh, and that's for business owners, but also for the community as a whole to be more um, uh, solution-based with their dollars if they mm -hmm. want to contribute, uh, rather than potentially feeding into an addiction. Uh, so that's another one that's not necessarily visible to many, mm -hmm. but we're hoping to get the message out there. Do you think most Billings residents are familiar with the PBA? Uh, to some extent, yeah. I mean, we you'll often see our name in here or there either through the Gazette articles, or through our social media outlets, or through, again, City Council, um, through some development, um, large development projects and initiatives. Um, but I would say not a lot. Uh, and my, for, for example, in my friend circle, uh, a lot of people didn't know what the BBA was until I got this position. Right. <laughs> and I think, like me, they have this idea that DBA focuses primarily and solely on businesses. Right. Where you guys do a lot more than just that. Right. Yeah. And even in, in some cases where we're not able to immediately help someone, uh, we often work also as a directory. Sometimes we get a random phone call and someone says, hey, uh, I'm looking for so-and-so law firm you know where that is? <laughs> and we'd be like, yeah, it's, you know, 29th or something. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, sometimes people will walk in and uh, we also, for example, sell uh, parking tokens and uh, parking permits from here through a partnership with the parking division. But that sometimes gives people the uh, uh, sort of the perception that we're in charge of parking. So they'll come in and ask us about, you know, other parking lots or parking meters, and then we have to delegate and make sure that they're being directed to the right uh, channel. Does anybody assume that you have anything to do with tourism as well? I guess you Sometimes, yep, yep, very much, yep. Um, and we also delegate with the Chamber of Commerce on that. And, but we're also strong partners with the Chamber and the Big Sky Economic Development. Um, and yeah, because we're many hats. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. As you can see, it can be an uh, art gallery too. Yeah, <laughs> and I think we may talk a little bit about that as well. Sure. Um, what has surprised you the most about working for the DBA? Mm. What I like, uh, what, I, what surprised me about it, let's see, surprise? I mean, yeah, it's what I found awesome about it is that it's a very collaborative, um, not just uh, like I, I don't want to sound like I'm, you know, promoting us in a way that we're collaborating all. Of course we are. That's the nature of our job. But the the destination itself of downtown 
businesses, and, and I don't know how visible that is to you know the regular client or consumer, but um, businesses collaborate so much mm -hmm. with each other, right. and it's such a frequent occurrence that if you're just coming in to grab a wrap or a smoothie, I don't know how visible that is or how often you get to see that, but that in and of itself was just an eye-opener to me. There's a lot of collaborations all the time that are happening, whether it's through us or we're initiating it or we're partnering with someone else or we're um, encouraging others to communicate and have talks or introducing sometimes one entity to another entity. Sometimes a business will have will say, hey, I have this idea. And we'll be like, ooh, this sounds like it would be cool to be done with this business. Have you approached that? No. Well, let's connect the, the two of you. And then you see something foster out of that. So that's what I really like about it. So you guys help facilitate that as well. I mean, is there any time or any occasions, events, conferences, where you guys bring <laughs> together the businesses uh, within downtown to brainstorm and work together to Certainly. Yep. discover or identify ways to bring more people into the city? Absolutely, yeah. And, and that's also continually morphing and improving and changing, especially under last years of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. uh, it's forcing a lot of us to become creative, innovative, um, look at things differently, re-focus, uh, regroup, re-review things. But we have a lot of outlets. We, you know, our businesses are always open and welcome to attend the board meetings, um, to express um, their needs or their demands or whatever it might be, uh, but also to learn more about the operations and how it's, how it's going. Another outlet, uh, which we did also until last year, <laughs> the pandemic, we used to have a coffee hour here where we invite businesses and we say, you know, pitch us a topic. Let's talk about a topic today. What's going on? You know, whether it's a success, a win, or a challenge. Right. Um, we also have an annual meeting for uh, businesses. We also have a lot of impromptu, uh, spur of the moment meetings where a business owner will come in and say, "Hey, I was just walking over. I just grabbed a coffee and have a few extra minutes and just wanted to come in and chit chat." Or, in some cases, someone comes in and says, "Hey, I have." this issue I'm dealing with, I don't know if that's your guys' scope of things. If it is, great. If it's not, can you show me where who to talk to? And then point me in the right direction. Exactly. Yeah, and do that. And we, we do this communication in person. We do it via email. We do it through surveys. We do it through meetings. We do it through phone calls. We do it through uh, committee meetings also, uh, especially last year, too, when we had to get so creative. We often held Meeting meetings with business owners to say, hey, how do we do events? What is safe? How do you do remote things? And always getting their input because it's, I mean, it's ultimately their businesses that we want them to succeed right, and thrive. So we have to get their input because um, it's not us who are running their business. Speaking of challenges, and you yeah. brought up the pandemic a couple of times, can you touch a little bit on how that's affected the businesses in the city? Do you have a feel on that? A little bit, yeah. So obviously it's a range. So you've got businesses that are reporting better numbers than their prior year. Right. And you've got businesses that have either unfortunately closed their doors or um, 
moves completely to online or in the middle where they're having to modify some things. Um, and but those that are modifying um, obviously are the ones that are that were in constant uh, contact with. And not to forget the ones that are doing well, but we're always making sure they're still doing okay. Is there anything else we need to do? Um, and then we we want to make sure that at least those that are in the middle, they don't get to the point where they're closing. Right. And so uh, again, unfortunately, sometimes we're not able to manage everyone um, through that sort of funnel, um, and it happens. And sometimes it's also not necessarily related to the pandemic. Um, but we're constantly working on how do we address this and how do we, you know, whether it's beefing up your presence online or uh, changing your hours of operation or changing your space. In many ways, you guys are like consultants for a lot of these businesses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to, uh, yeah, that would be another definition for it, I suppose, yeah. 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 Um, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think COVID has, unfortunately, hurt many businesses, but it's also brought some opportunity as well. Would you say so? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's something that we shared last year, too, in one of our newsletters, is because there was a lot of concern as we were seeing businesses close their doors. And I'm not even just talking about downtown. I'm talking about the whole city. Um, so-and-so closed. So-and-so shut down. So-and-so did this. So-and-so went mobile. So they ditched the brick and mortar. Right. So-and-so went just online. And so we also get um, city and county and government officials that reach out to us and say, hey, how are you guys doing? Are you gearing for these businesses? Is there anything else that can help? Uh, economic development folks, the chamber, again, we're always in contact with them. Is there, are we doing enough? Can we do more? Um, and one thing that we shared last year is that we had uh, 32 businesses open in the downtown. And not is that bigger than usual? I don't know that we actually tracked that right. in 2019. Um, but, but it seems that it's unusual during a pandemic. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and this is like from January to December of 2020. Granted, you know, in January and February, there, that wasn't as big of a deal we were really hit in March. But even those that, you know, opened in March, April, May, June, they all were in a phase where they had done all the planning, they had done all the financials and budgets, they had done all these sort of visioning. Mm -hmm. And so they were faced with two ultimatums, sort of, do you use this as a sign and go, wait a minute, I'm going to go back to my day job. Or do you say, no, challenge accepted, let me push through. I was planning to open anyways. Let's see how it goes and see if, how I can actually modify it and make it work. If I'm going to be able to make it work in a pandemic, I think it'll be just fine. We mm -hmm. go back to normal. So we had a lot of businesses open in 2020, despite, again, the fact that some businesses were closing. Um, and yeah, we want to continue to be a champion for all these businesses and make sure that we're addressing their needs however we can. And sometimes, you know, we know they're busy. We know they, they have a ship, a tight ship to run. Um, and so, but sometimes when, you know, people are too quiet, or we'll go and nudge and poke them a little bit. How's it going? Yeah. yeah. Just to make sure everything's okay. Yeah. Um, any current VBA projects you would like the community to know about? 
Well, oof. <laughs> yeah, so many. Um, we have, let's see, I, uh, um, we've just released, uh, if you guys are following us on social media, we've just released uh, some uh, info about a new event that we're creating this year. Again, that's part of the momentum of creating new uh, things. It's called the Mug Crawl, and it's going to be... Sounds fun. I like it already. Yeah. It's going to be exploring some coffee shops and pastries and whatnot, and uh, it's from 10 to 2 on February uh, 13th, I believe. Is that the Friday before um, Valentine's Day? It's that Friday, uh, 12th or 13th. And, um, but aside from that, I think the other thing we'd want the community to focus on is uh, the downtown gift card that we launched last year. Um, this has been something that we've been wanting to accomplish quite a bit uh, for quite a long time. I mean, but it's basically like a Visa cash card. Uh, so for the consumer, they can put dollars on it and they can go use it at their favorite spots. They can purchase those here in person, uh, physically at the office, or online through our website. For the businesses to participate in that, there are three easy, quick steps that we've sent out to, e to businesses via emails, but we're happy to come into the businesses with an iPad and have you sign up through those steps or send you an email with the steps. Uh, we're also uh, creating quick, small cards that we can distribute to the businesses so they can follow along. So far, we have, I believe, 57 businesses that are participating. That's also on our website. Um, and it's currently, um, we're opening it, opening it to all the businesses within the downtown footprint, uh, just to get it going and, and get it uh, successful enough and then we can determine if it's something that we can continue or not based on its success. Fantastic, yeah. yeah? Uh, what are the goals that the DBA has for the downtown area moving forward? Ooh. <laughs> um, we, I mean, you can probably see that uh, we had a, another sort of prioritization session the other day where we sat down and uh, started looking at brainstorming sessions and what do we focus on, what is, you know, long-term goal, what is short-term goal, what is something that's in the next three months. Um, I think big picture wise, we'll continue to obviously uh, do business recruitment, retention, and helping the businesses thrive, whether that's through events, whether that's through um, filling the vacancies uh, that we might have at the street level. But we're also going to continue or maybe ramp up a little bit our efforts to increase the housing options mm -hmm. within the downtown. That's something that's on our strategic plan and on our priorities. Um, and we clearly can see the demand for it, too, because yeah. every time there's an availability, it's snatched up. And then we're going to ramp up also our efforts of marketing downtown as a whole, to bring people downtown, and then they can go into each individual establishment on their own. Um, but that's something also that came out uh, out of the, the 2020 year of where can we focus our energy? So, okay. What can the community do to support that versus the BDA? Mm -hmm. Nice. Um, come downtown. <laughs> uh, 
Come on down. Yep, come downtown. Come explore it. Be curious. Enjoy it. Come live here. Come Support work local here. businesses. Exactly. Come eat here. Come um, shop here. Um, and if you're not sure where to go, you know, sometimes our downtown footprint is a little different than smaller cities where it's just the main street. Mm -hmm. We have a bigger uh, footprint. If you're not sure where to go, if runways are confusing, if you don't know where to park, uh, give our website a, a visit. Uh, there's a directory of businesses. We have a break broken down by dining, entertainment, services, um, retail shopping. And then you also can find out about all the parking options um, that we have in place. One thing that we find a lot uh, people maybe don't know yet, and, and this also could have been buried under the sort of fog of the pandemic last year, but actually just before the end of, well, it might have been summer of 2019, the city launched uh, the pay by phone app, which is a very convenient tool. If you don't want to use your credit card at the meters, or if you don't want to carry coins or buy parking tokens, you, I can, from my phone, um, use the pay by phone app and put in an hour at that meter. Um, and it's convenient, easy. Uh, you can be in a meeting and your phone will buzz and say, we've got five minutes oh, left. Wow. Do you want to renew? Or do you and you can do it right there in the meeting? Yep. From your phone. So. Awesome. Yeah. You are very familiar with the downtown area. Right? I am. Now, uh, yeah. <laughs> what are some of your favorite places to visit downtown, whether it be restaurants, cafes, art museums? Man, um, we often use this joke too, like, do you tell your loved ones which one is your favorite? <laughs> <laughs> and so, I hear you. It's, it's hard to pick, right? Right, right. Yeah, so we love them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So in that same vein, what I like about it is that our downtown, and I've been, you know, we both have been to bigger cities. Our downtown is small enough that it's walkable, mm -hmm. that you can accomplish quite a bit. You can get your shopping list done, you can get a meal while you're at it, you can get a favorite beverage while you're at it. You can go enjoy an interactive museum or uh, uh, go to an entertainment venue. But at the same time, it's a big enough footprint. Again, like I said, it's not really a Main Street type of downtown. Right. So it's a big enough destination that it always brings you back for more enjoyable exploration right. because you can't you can't get it all done in one day. Right. Um, you can hit a few pockets in one day, but you're gonna have to come back to explore the other. It's walkable, but there's always more to see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, why do you think it's important for people to shop local and to uh, uh, visit their for local cafes, restaurants, art studios? That's huge. That's a good question. I mean, the key thing about it is when you shop locally and when you think locally and when you support local business, you're supporting your neighbors, you're supporting your relatives, you're supporting your friends, you're supporting your family members possibly. Uh, local businesses invest also in local labor. Um, local businesses pay more taxes into the local uh, economical system. Um, local businesses uh, contribute, you know, your dollars when you shop locally, more of a third of it stays locally. Mm -hmm. And so, and ultimately all of that uh, 
is creating a network that's keeping your community healthy mm -hmm. and maintaining local jobs at the local level here, sustaining itself and lifting it up. Anything else that we haven't covered that you'd like to share? Anything? Yeah. One thing I do want to mention, because mm. I was brought up earlier, is, is the art uh, work that you guys, I don't know if you sponsor it, if you're actually involved in it. How does that work with the BBA? And, and how do you get that artwork out in the city? And where are some of the places that that artwork is? Uh, yeah, good question. So the Art Walk um, is now, it, it, it got big enough where it's its, it's, its own group. That they have their own board. Um, and uh, the art walk, uh, I know that was announced recently that the February one got canceled, but they're hoping to resume them. Uh, they happen um, six times a year, uh, every two months. And uh, what, uh, what takes place is, again, in the normal days, you'll have participating businesses. There's a fee that they pay. And then they'll, have a, they'll host an artist in their space where the artist will display their art and people can come and engage with their art either by just simply enjoying it or if they want to purchase it, they can do that. Uh, but then the participating business doesn't have to be an art gallery. It certainly can. Um, <clears throat> as you can see, we're not an art gallery per se, but we have fostered a space that welcomes. And some of these I've seen other places. Right, yeah. So they, they might rotate, you might see them somewhere else. Um, and that that activity and that event itself also is a big event that draws people to downtown. Um, and that's one of the more popular events, isn't it? You get a pretty good number of people. Yeah, the there's a huge following for uh, art here too. And uh, oftentimes it's not just that. You'll see, you know, m one business might have uh, a celloist performing there in their space too. Uh, we used to have that here next door. Uh, they'll have a band <coughs> playing. They might have some snacks. They might have some other events going on uh, within the event. Similarly, something that we uh, started promoting also in 2019, but we paused a little, a little bit in 2020, was the first Fridays. And the difference between that and the Art Rock is that that would be every month, uh, first Friday of every month. Um, but the, uh, the Art Walk is the one that alternated a little bit. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's another one um, that we're hoping that it resumes. Last two, uh, last year they tried to do it also a little bit differently where it either was done virtually or through an extended period. <coughs> Excuse me, instead of just on Fridays it was throughout the whole month. So you can go see the artist during all of that month in that participating video. Awesome. Yeah. You guys do so much. It's so uh, enlightening to learn all the things that you guys do for the community in the city. Um, Mehmet, thank you so much for your time. I greatly appreciate it. Uh, thank you for the work that you do in the city and for small businesses here downtown. Um, it's a wrap. This is Neil Byer with the Lefus Real Estate uh, with the Billings Beat. Beat of Billings. We look forward to our next episode. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you.